0: Mission One USA. Welcome everyone to the Mission One USA. Uh, we are a podcast here, nonprofit, here to advance our city, our state, and our nation. I am Vicki Cruz, the founder and executive director of Mission One USA. And with me today is my co-host, partner, and um, board member of Mission One USA, Mr. Victor Escalante. Hey, Vicky! Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you, Victor, for everything you do. Um, I'm really excited about our new show, the Mission One USA. And um, we have so much to share, so much to do with this initiative. So I wanna welcome and thank all our listeners for joining in with us and hope that you will share and care. And we need you. We need you to empower and build with us, build community, Educate and empower our nation. So we do that by different, different, you know, different methods. So today we want to talk to you a little bit about Mission One USA, and we're going to bring Victor on, who may have a few words for everyone. I'm sure he does. I always do. Of course, he does. <laughs> you know that. I get paid to talk. <laughs> I think he sleeps. He, he, he sleeps.
1: I do I actually. I actually. I actually talk in my sleep and I actually train in my sleep.
0: Hey, and let me just make it really clear to the listeners, okay? Yeah. By the thing, when I say my partner, he's like my business partner, my buddy, my confidant and everything. We are not partners like that, so I don't know if he snores or if he talks in his sleep. I know nothing. I've
1: been told. I've been told. <laughs> oh, you've been told. Yeah, I've been told that I talk in my sleep and that I actually train and teach in my sleep.
0: Bless her heart. Bless her heart. I'm sure you probably have your... You know, just making all your little sign languages there go, and everything there you to do while you're TG. There you go. All right.
1: So, yes, welcome to our inaugural edition of Mission One USA Podcast. So, what we are aiming to do with this show is to bring you community news to inject some commentary and perspective on a lot of what is happening in our community, as well as to make an, an impact. And one of the signature programs of Mission One is HERO, which we just completed, Vicki, our first HERO student program of 2024.
0: Yay! How exciting! Hey, before we get into HERO, let's do this really quick, Vic. Let's um, talk about how Mission One actually came about. Tell us the history. About 20 years ago or so, I'm not even going to think of numbers. I mean, I've, you know, been working in community forever. Started off with, you know, hosp- actually started off with raising money for Africa. And, uh, you know, at six years old, would jump rover hard. I've always had this passion for caring and sharing and um, in the community. Um, back in 1999, when I returned back to Houston, I started uh, joining in with church you know the ministry partners and going into nursing homes and hospitals to go seeing. And then later in 2003, I started uh, going into with other um, missionaries into the the battlefield here in the streets of Houston. Uh, we would walk, you know, feed um, the less fortunate, and then what I would find was the lack of resources. And I thought like, what can we do? So I started doing wraparound before wraparound existed um, by going into uh, the streets, assessing the needs and heading out, taking them into shelters and then helping shelters with their needs because there was just um, shortage, you know, throughout the city. And uh, so I started just, just, just connecting, being a bridge, right? But there was so much that I did see, you know, and while doing so. And there was a lot of, um, you know, just how should I say there was just there were just needs, needs upon needs. Let's just leave it there. And um, with that said, Victor. You know, in 2015, and I think it was around the time, maybe a little after we had met. And no, actually, we met before. It was in 2002 yeah. and three, but it, we, when we. It's rec- been about seven years, maybe going on eight. Yeah. So in 2015, um, you know, my background, you guys have been in a corporate. Let me just throw that in there. So I would apply the needs and saying, okay, how do we actually solve this issue, resolve this issue? My background was in project management. So my little thinking cap was on. And as I began to really internalize and, and my purpose, it was to always unite Victor communities, bring in ethnicities, religion, cultures. You know, I looked at our great nation. You know, my background being a veteran as well. I mean, I started thinking about my faith, about my, about my passion and honor towards our country. And I started to really think how. We are not as united as we should be. I was like, if we live in the United States, and I'm making an oath to fight, my daddy made an oath to fight or to take in to to take care of our our great nation. It's like, why are we fighting amongst each other? You know, it just doesn't make sense. And and so when I when I thought about Mission One USA and and our great nation of being united. I thought like, no, we've got to do better. We've got to do better. If I know that my faith stands on what I believe someone did for all, for a world, right? And it literally was founded. And I had to have conversations with my faith to say, is this okay? You know, you died for the world. You died and so for me, I said, you know what? We are nonpartisan. We are going to love a world that needs to be loved. We've got to put aside differences, Victor. We've got to. And I started to just really think and became passionate about serving alongside. And that's what happened. I started going into the community, you know, working with you know different um, faith-based, di- working with different um, ethnicities. Uh, and so it was like, no, we're all so different, but yet we're all the same. We lack one thing, and that's love. How can we bring people together to respect one another? The richness of all the diversities, how can we be a bridge? And so Mission One, it was, I mean, remember, it was international. Right. And here recently, it was changed to Mission One USA, because I feel that it's our country. It's we've got to take that back. We've got to bring in the unification and and celebrate that,
1: you know. So tell us what the current mission of Mission One USA is in the Greater Houston community.
0: It's to develop togetherness. Okay. It's to work together, it's to build bridges, it's to it's to connect. You know, it's to empower and so, with that, so
1: you and I were yesterday at the Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Yes, and talk to us how that is a an alignment about what they do uh, in relation to Mission One USA.
0: Yeah. So through that, so here recently, and if anybody knows. Vicki Cruz, Vicki Cruz, yes, she has been everywhere. Okay. And it's not about me. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. And it's the exposure of working with the veterans. You know, I've, I've had positions where I did wrap around for senior services, you know, working in hospitals and hospice care. And, and yes, being exposed, you know, I previously, my background has been a youth pastor, uh, working with children or the youth, working in the school district and being well connected to so many resources. And I do consider myself blessed. So I started to pray last year and I said, okay, so you've given me that we have this experience, right? Victor? you have it, we have it. I know so many of our listeners have it. And I said, what next? What are we doing? What are we doing? And I started to go back to the beginning and I said, we're going to be fruitful and multiply. How do I do that? Because only so much, we have so much time. You know, I'm not going to tell you guys how old I am, but let's just say five decades already. I've been in this earth for five decades. Right. You're
1: just a young whippersnapper.
0: <laughs> so uh, I know. So I, I, I so I was like, OK, what are we going to do? No, nope, I know what we're going to do. We're going to make some young leaders. We're going to create and teach these leaders because why? How? I was like, do remember what happened in, in, in COVID and what have you? So that's how it erodes. So we'll talk later about that. But so what we're doing now, guys, in this nurse, is creating leaders, teaching and educating them how to become leaders of their own. And so that's that's where it's at. It's like, you know what? But again, I mean, it's not just that. And through the hero program. Is now to create unity is giving the children what they need, a foundation of learning the values needed. You know the values of being helpful, encouraging, respectful, and on task.
1: Yeah, and what I have found uh, interesting is how everyone is coming together to support Hero. Who doesn't want to support children? I know as future leaders, it's as- like. Some people are, are lost cases, but children, there is hope that, yes. that, that they can be rescued, that they can be empowered yes. to have the necessary mindset and the belief system in themselves so that they can have a positive impact. They're little shiny stars wherever they go.
0: They're so much fun. They're yeah. funner to be with than anyone else. Okay, so no, I do like hanging out with seniors as well. I like hanging out. I really do. And it's like... But are you a senior. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are a senior. <laughs> hey, I get discounts at Denny's. So I think it's 50. I get ARP discounts. <laughs> I just got my ARP. How exciting is Congrats. that? Congrats. Congrats. Yeah, so I'm like, man, I'm getting there. So why not? So we hang out with kids all day long or not all day long, but just in general, when we're in program, when we're in that action. Um, but it's, it's basically going out there and teaching and being a bridge yes. for children and parents and, and, and community and schools. So with that said, I mean, that's like, we just want to just introduce and, and introduce ourselves and in, to share our hearts with you. Okay. Listeners um, who we are, you know, and what we stand for. And uh, reach out to us if you would like to connect uh, and
1: see if there's uh, areas of collaboration.
0: Absolutely. Visit our website, mission1usa.com. But let's talk about who we are. Okay. Let's talk about who we are. You know, this is our first episode. We are launching and and exciting because, you know, unity, community, children. I mean, that's, that's my passion, right? So... Let me tell you a little bit of who I am and where I come from and a little bit about Vicky Cruz. If you guys want to know, you're probably not even asking, but I'm going to say it anyway. Ah, uh, well, go ahead. You got know, yeah, Ya sabes todo. You know everything already. So Vicky Cruz um, from Houston, Texas. You know, my parents, you know, from Houston. Um, mama comes from a family of nine. Uh, daddy came from a family of 12. I, um... I have, there's five of us, Victor. Uh, I have a beautiful sister, baby sister, and I have three brothers. Let's see here. I, um, very young teenage mama. I got to tell you that. Oh, yeah. I have three beautiful children. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. So I was, lots of different experiences, but that may just come on, on a different podcast show about Vicky. Big- Another podcast? <laughs> Another podcast for Victor. Sorry. Yeah. Another podcast. I'm like, I cannot mix this up, but I think it's really important for everyone to know a little bit about me and how mission one and hero came about. And, and then a little bit about Victor. I think it's so important to just know who you're talking to. Right. Um, so, you know, at the age of 17, I uh, came out pregnant and, um, I was asked, you know, to basically uh, make decisions on what I was going to do about my education. Vic, uh, one of the conversations I had during my high school days and communicating to administration that I was pregnant was um, was Victor. It was was I going to pursue school and education? My principal looked at me and said, "Vicky." you want to be, are you going to be another pregnant Latina? Another statistic. Another statistic, another Mexican on welfare. Yeah. And um, I really thought long and hard. I said, I can't, I can't do that. I went back to school. I said, I've got to finish. And I did. So much so, I mean, I would take the bus to H.P. Carter because at that point, that was the only alternative school I can go to. Um, graduated with honors. I, I, I obtained a, a scholarship through the Warren Moon Foundation and later, um, went to a, a community college and then into a trade school, a Computech vocational school. And later, um, I, I married. I met um, someone who uh, has been an awesome dad to my three children. Um, you know, he's also a veteran. We moved away to Virginia, where we lived six years. Came back in 1999 and um, we then later, uh, uh, you know, parted ways. Um, but we did a great, excellent job co-parenting our children. Uh, so it's a blessing. You know, our children uh, have, you know, t- you know, a, a wonderful stepmom, um, additional two siblings that are a blessing to our lives as well. But long story short, I say that to say that somehow Hero was founded, you know. So as we get into Hero later on, we're going to definitely talk to single parents. We're going to talk to blended families because that's kind of our background. Right, Victor? Absolutely. And so I, I think
1: it would also be fun to interview little children about their their experience with Hero that we can actually uh, put on on the podcast as far as how they were able to grow from it and and how we left such a lasting impression that sometimes it's for life.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And so you know that's a little bit about myself. You know I am a uh, uh, and it was in the Navy. I also uh, was a Navy mom. And um, as I mentioned to you, my dad is a Marine. And I was married. Did I say I was married? Yes. I was married to someone for. I was a wife for ten years. Yes. And um, I did go back to school in 2001 for my bachelor's degree. I graduated with a bachelor's in business administration, and later in two thousand and ten, I went to Liberty University where I acquired my uh, masters in human services, masters of arts, um, in human services executive leadership, um, over at Liberty, and then later back in two thousand and. 16, I started seminary where I got ordained as a licensed minister. You guys, let me tell you something that does not mean I am a perfect person. Let me just throw, throw that out there because people say, yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, I can vouch for that
0: disclosure. <laughs> I was like, but I am ordained. <laughs> I love marrying people. Okay. And um, so the thing is, is that uh, I got my second master's in mediation in 21. And um, I love mediation. I love togetherness and and making things, negotiating for people, advocating for people. And um, I serve in different boards, different capacities, organizations, and I'm very well connected here in the city of Houston. I work with both parties. So disclosures to all. People have asked.
1: Nonpartisan. Yeah. Very
0: nonpartisan, guys. Very nonpartisan. So Mission One USA was also um, was it was um, an attempt to create solutions. But this is a solution that our country needs as hero. And um, they need advocates as ourselves to drive. Unity. Right. Right. Like, let's create solutions rather than problems be a part of the solution. Right. And so I work with all parties, whether you're red or blue, white or black. I don't care what you are. We just want to work with you. Because, and all faiths. And awesome. all faith. All faith is like no. I mean, how could we say or something if we don't stand for anything? We 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 have to love one another, right? Right. Right. And so we stand for all faith for for all walks of life. Um, and so that's that's where we're at right now, you know. And anything else about me that they should know.
1: Yeah, I think that says it all. It's like deep roots in community engagement and community service.
0: Community service, you know. And so I looked back, Vic, and I said, you know what? I mean, I took an oath. I took an oath to, you know, willing to fight because yeah. it's an honor that was embedded through me, right. through my daddy, yeah. through uh, my savior, right? My personal savior that I chose, yeah. that I choose. But it's not something that I feel I've got kind of to make everybody do. Like, I mean, he's a gentle. That's what I feel. So I just I don't push that. Yeah. It's just like I tell people, just let me love you. Let you love me where I'm at and let me love you where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So and I I thank you. I thank everybody for doing that. Just loving good old Vicky Cruz where she is at. Hey, listeners, Vicky with an I, Vicky with an I. I just got to just let everybody know yeah. that because my follower. Follow me, Vicky with an I, C-R-U-Z-E-V on Facebook. And more to come, follow me on MissionOneUSA.com on Mission One USA in Facebook. Yeah. And um, Victor, what else do they need to know about me? Because we are going to roll it right back on you because you are very instrumental on what we are doing.
1: Yeah. So uh, I don't think you know the entire story of how you got on my radar. It's like my late publisher, uh, T. Allen Haynes, that you may or may not remember. I remember. Well, he told me, it's like, you need to meet this really dynamic uh, veteran because he's Navy guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he passed away. But uh, at the time, he was my publisher of my book, my first book, uh, Courageous Living. Yes. And, and uh, he told me, you need to really meet this dynamic Latina. I said, okay. So I called you. You never returned my call. I said, okay, it wasn't meant to be. So then, <laughs> so then Elaine Gracias. Uh, Gracia, okay, says, oh, you really need to meet Vicky. It's like,
0: okay. <laughs> so somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so then uh,
1: another one of your friends, uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, she uh, she's a good friend of yours. Uh, she's from, uh, I think she was born here, but her mom is from El Salvador. Uh for the life of me, I can't remember her name. And she says, Oh, you really need to meet Vicky. So it's like, okay. Three people are saying I need to meet Vicki. I guess I need to meet Vicky. Okay. So then we eventually connected and then you told me about mission one and what you wanted to do.
0: And I said, Okay, I'll support you. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm up for mission one. So it was mission one international. Yeah. And at that time, it was right before Harvey. Yeah, it was. That's right. So then we had our first
1: meeting at uh, one of uh, the board members' house, and we had a little kickoff party, and as uh, boards go, and again, I worked in, in a lot of different nonprofits and served as consultant to different boards, they tend to not come together because there's no team processes in place. And so that particular board began to de- uh, to unravel, and eventually, you know, uh, Mission 1, you. Mission One International became mothballed uh, only well, right. it was, well,
0: it wasn't just that, though, Victor. We got it. It was Harvey. Like five sure, of our board, sure. five of the six board members were all affected. Underwater. We, <laughs> underwater. Three of my children, all three of my children, their cars were affected. My father's house was affected. One of my houses were yeah. affected. So it was just all of us were all over the place because yeah. of Harvey. And, you know, um, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had such a dynamic team. Love them to pieces. Yeah, so so
1: then uh, uh, my personal story. So I'm a native of Mexico. My parents immigrated when I was 10 years old. Didn't know a word of English. Moved up to a little town in the hill country, Blanco, Texas, the, the, the heart of goat roping in Texas. <laughs> it, it's a little bitty uh, town of about 3,000 residents back then. I'm sure it's grown quite a bit. But anyway... I was totally in love with the hill country and the American way of life, and I completely assimilated. And I got on the radar of teachers because I was one of the brighter students. Uh, come in in third grade, not knowing a word of English. Uh, at the end of, of the year, I was making A's and B's. Second year, I was making straight A's and I never made another uh, B. Now, that's not about me, it's about my passion for learning and for really, really uh, understanding uh, things that I wanted to be uh, really a master of, and so I really applied myself, and of course, uh, I was on a trajectory to be the valedictorian of my class, and a, through a strange of, of twist of fate. In my junior year in high school, I get recruited into a religious cult. You didn't know this about me, Vicky. Yeah, you told me. Oh, I did? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, you told me that. So
1: I get sucked into a religious cult. 20 years. To 20, years. 20 years, yes, mm-hmm. yes two yeah. decades. I get programmed into having all kinds of limiting beliefs. And this is why I'm so pro open-mindedness to understand and accept uh, different cultures, because... Cults program you to only believe as truth what they tell you is truth, which is all a lie. It's, it's all a lie, and you need to really question what is truth for you and have respect for other people's truths because just because they believe a certain truth doesn't mean they're wrong. It simply means that they have a different truth. And so I ended up uh, not going to college because... The cult told me that I shouldn't go to college, okay? So again, two decades inside the cult, living a life of quiet desperation, as Trudeau said. And I, I one day I just woke up and I said, this is not, this is crazy. It's like, I was one of the brightest students in, in high school. I studied journalism in high school. I wanted to be a journalist. And I found myself in this constant struggle, uh, depressed, and I wanted to know what was the root cause. And so it was then that I started studying psychology. And, of course, uh, at first, the religious cult that I was a member of uh, turned against me, and they eventually ended up excommunicating me because, again, in their way of thinking, that was satanic, secular mind programming that I was getting, when in reality it was opening up my mind and developing critical thinking mm-hmm. critical rational thinking to analyze things and to weigh them for what they were and of course that's a no no okay yeah so you face this in the community Vicky to where people accuse you wrongfully because again what you do and what you espouse goes against the norm that they believe
0: I can't keep myself in a box yeah. Victor we just can't I, I feel that you know when we have such a great love, and we have such great, how can we do that?
1: You can't, okay. When the sun shines, it shines on everybody, okay. Oh, I don't like days. nobody has a monopoly on sunshine, <laughs> and that's what a lot of faiths say. Is like, oh no, the 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 only path forward is the one truth that we have, and of course we know that that's not true, okay.
0: Well, I mean, I have my re- my relationship, and I love my relationship, right? Because to me, it's like I follow that, and um, but it's my way because it makes sense to me, right? I, exactly, I have- it's your truth, and
1: and it's your way that you have accepted. Right. But that doesn't mean that you're more right than the other Absolutely, person.
0: Absolutely, I don't. And so when people like, and for me, I'm grateful for how. And it works. It works for me. Right. Exactly. And so, but again, I just don't think I need to push that on. But at the same token, if somebody has asked me and they want to know, I'm like, Hey, I'll let you know. But again, it's like, you know, it's through relationship. It's through relationship. You know, I've, I mentioned to you, I was out in the streets, helping people. Yeah. And to me, it's given me hope. And so I said, Hey, let me just share it. But again, it's like, that does not mean we don't sit at the table with every other faith believer, non-believer, you know, I work with people who say, you know what, I'm straight up an atheist. And I'm like, I want to live right. too. And it's OK to do that. It's like I'm, I want to we want we need to break bread with everybody at the at the end game. It's like, again, I took the oath for that person.
1: Judging another person exactly. doesn't make you better. It does not okay. make us a hero. Exactly. And so uh, continuing on with my story, I finished my certification training in in neurolinguistics. I got so interested and curious about it that I went on to get a master's certification, post-masters, and then went on to get advanced clinical hypnosis training by one of the world's best psychologists, the founder and president of the Milton Erickson Foundation. Okay, that's about as gold standard as you can get. So... I, with this training, I ended up uh, going into working with the criminal justice system, developing programs of reform for people on probation with chemical dependency, gang intervention, and and all kinds of uh, different behavioral problems. I did that for ten years, Vicky. Okay, mm-hmm. I saw just about everything mm-hmm. that you can imagine. You have been exposed. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, of course, I got to see with, with this type of criminal mindset is like how people are affected that are coming from marginalized communities with very limited resources and with a, a broken family or generational dysfunction that leads people down this wrong path. And the road to recovery is extremely uh, painful and sometimes very costly. And so I left that. And I went into corporate training uh, because I got burned out, literally. I, I got burned out from, uh, I told people, it's like, the faces change, but the problems are the same. And some people are not really motivated to change. They will die as they are because they really don't want to change. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of momentum. You know the struggle of uh, making up your mind to change something or change your path in life and the difficulties and the challenges that that entails. And so I ended up going into training and development at the corporate level, went on to teach at uh, uh, four different universities. I taught in Mexico and, uh, and I ended up working with different agencies, different government agencies. And that's uh, uh, also taught uh, uh, at the police academy in El Paso. I was a consultant to the city of El Paso and now I'm coming full circle, doing law enforcement training with our other company, We Escalate. Yes. And, and of course, hero is near and dear to me because, again, this is where we catch those little minds, those little hearts, that we can inject them with positism, positivism. We can inject them with the proper values for them to be heroes. So HERO is an acronym that stands for helpful, being helpful, being encouraging, being respectful, and being on task. And this is what we just completed, uh, teaching our first class of 2026.
0: Yeah, And it's wonderful because through the respectful piece, we're teaching kids how to respect um, themselves, first of all, right? Yes. And then respect at home, respect in the school, and then respect in the community. And so with that, it's like letting them know, reminding them that we are different, you know, and there's going to be different, whether we have different color of skin. I mean, I'm yes, different.
1: And difference can be a good thing. Difference can make you unique. Okay. You don't have to be ashamed of being different.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I mean, hey, I'm different than my brother. Even the people that are in the house, I'm way different than my mom and dad. And Mom and dad are different, right? Yeah, you're totally cut from a different cloth. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like way different. No, unique. No, so um, I think that it's it's very important, you know, so if we're going to catch them. We need to catch them young. Yes. We need to give that. And, and through training Hero and through Mission One USA, right, the, the whole mission, it's, it's to create that unity. And Hero does that. And Hero shows these babies how to be helpful, right, how to ask for help. How many of us know how to ask for help?
1: I wasn't ever taught to ask for help. Yeah, it's you're like, just you're on your
0: own. Hey, you're on your own. You don't know how to tie your shoe. Come here, let me show you. But you got one try. And it's like one of those things is like, I need to ask for help. Sometimes we don't even know we need help. We think that, hey, you know, and so this hero program not only does that, but it, it teaches them how to help at home. I mean, which I was a single mom. Yeah. If it was not for my kids, yeah, Victor, I would have not.
1: Tell our listeners what some of the children were telling us, uh, coming back after they learned the helpful piece.
0: Uh, oh, how that, how they took the yeah. initiative and they were just doing things. We'll talk about that in the okay. next episode. Okay. But yeah, okay. I think it was amazing. But going back, I mean, it's, it's amazing to talk about that whole episode and we're going to launch um, episode, you know, our next one to talk about the program more specifically. But right now um, I felt that this here, our first launch here our episode was, hey, let you guys know what mission one is about how it all evolved, How, who is Vicki Cruz, who is Victor Escalante. And Mission One, we do have another board member. Yes, yes. Stephanie Marshall. Um, she'll be joining us soon. And um, we also have... And if you'd like to serve on the board, it's like yes. we're, by all means, we need volunteers. We also have committee chairs as well. So feel free to email us to ask those questions. Um, we are looking for sponsors as well, we need um support with yeah. this program. And so like I said, we are launching uh my background has also been sales, right? Staffing and schools, um, but 20 years plus in human resources and talent acquisition, project management, business development, you know, so anywho, I say that to say, Victor, is that we come listeners with slew of um uh of experience, but I feel like right now for myself, this is my passion. This is like everything in a nutshell. Just oh, yeah. launching. It's like well, Oh my
1: goodness. It's
0: Call see. me at four thirty in the morning It's like, I wake her. It's like, oh I'm so excited, I had this idea. Yeah it's, 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 it's going to be fun. And we cannot do this without you. We cannot. So if you're listening, you want more information, stay tuned, stay tuned to the next one.
1: Is that going to do it, Vicki? I think show? so.
0: I think so. I know that you're listening and you're saying, man, I mean, I'm hoping that it just, we weren't all over the board. Cause you know, cause we don't want to be, what we want to do is just you to listen to our hearts because we want to listen to yours i'm actually a producer
1: so i could have uh, structured a highly scripted uh, show but we wanted to go
0: overall we wanted to go authentic. off the cuff authentic this yeah. is authentic you yeah. guys are going to hear our hearts and um but we are very excited thank you for listening to us um you know we we're boots on the ground um uh, we've been through through the you know the mud and and um, it's like, we've got to do something, America. We've got to do something. And we're just believing that it's through the children. We have to teach them. You know, we teach them, hey, I can't wait. We've got Humble ISD, Houston ISD, that's creating little encouraging cards yes. for the community. They're going to go out to the seniors. I mean, there's so many other organizations that are we can't wait to partner with and get our hero encouraging cards out. So, I mean, through these babies, they're going to do amazing things. And they are. they're going to change our, we, we're we not. It's like, let's, let's create heroes to do yeah. that. Let's build the next generation, the future leaders. Mission One USA. I mean, it's, we've got to do this.
1: That's going to do it, friends. Until next time,
0: go out and have a great week. Hey, share this podcast. All right. We love you. We believe in you and um, let's just let's create unity in our community. Thank you, listeners. God bless America.